Yeah. Soto. Listen. Okay. It's Venezuela real trampa. Yo soy el niño mal portado. Viviéndome la vida loca como si mañana me fuera a morir y sé que mucho ya pecado. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Pérez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we have an episode we're calling Malportade. Malportadex, Malportada, Malportado. <laughs> All the genders. All the genders can be badly behaved. It's not a gendered thing. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> True. Um, we have a song that I thought inspired this episode, but Perez was like, I thought this was my idea, so we really <laughs> don't know. We're fighting um, about it. <laughs> <laughs> we thought about it a long time ago, and we needed to pick an episode, and we're like, this will do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song is called Mal Portao. It's by Big Soto and Echo. Let's take a listen. Dicen que soy diferente al resto. Lo meto y luego me desaparezco. Yo soy un niño mal portado. Pipiéndome la vida loca como si mañana me fuera a morir. Y sé que mucho ya es pecado. Me dicen loco y miran raro porque fumo tantos blones. Calatico siempre llego perfumado. En busca de una que se monte en el que está pachado. Ya tengo más de un año que yo no me enamorado. Wow, soy un perro de la calle al coso brau. Yo no estoy pa' perder tiempo, así que ven y mamamele. Ellos me odian porque su mujer es mía. Man, porque cuando se los daba, mi canción sonaba. Si yo ganaba antes de tener la fama. Imagínate ganando un millón cada semana. Yo el tipo que te llama, ey. No el tipo que te ama, ey. Vos tan enamorada, ey. Yo de amor nada. La hice venir, pasarla a venir Y la hago entrenar aunque le saque el gym Trajo un par de amigas que son su dream team Que decían que querían conocerme a mí Ey, le dije tranquila La saludé dándole un tequila Y la famosa granda pupila Okay, y'all, we have a confession to make In real time I was looking up this song on Spotify And what came up But our Mal Portado episode from 2020 <laughs> So Did we gender it though because we did a new episode after there we all. go we did we gendered it it was mal portado so this is the this is the gender neutral version of the fuckboy episode <laughs> oh my god so apologies to our listeners who um have been listening for 100 episodes and you remember this from we didn't even remember our own good idea that we had twice so um luckily this is the only song that that is a repeat from that episode and it makes sense because it's just it probably was the inspiration so yeah so, let's yeah, talk about the song I again it's, i was it's like worth remembering it. i was like i think this is inspiration for this episode right. it's and very possible now already having maybe, but maybe then i thought i came up with it again and i really didn't <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's fine. This song is good enough, and if y'all have been listening that long, you're amazing. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, for real. All right, so tell us about this again. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if you listened to that episode of Matt a minute ago, you'll know that I was really obsessed with this song back then. I really love Soto's flow. Um, I think, it, you know, like as I've said before, if you've paid attention, um, Venezuelan's rap, Venezuelan rap's obsession with battle, rap battle culture, um, makes some really good spitters. His his collaborator on this song is Echo is Argentine. They also do a lot of um, battle uh, rap battles over there. So um, that definitely influences the rap culture over there. Um, 
But I think that for me, the main thing outside of Sitos Flow that really does it for me is the production on this. I think like the flutes and the bells are so odd and unusual and they really work somehow. I really love it. Yeah, this is a great song. I think we got to give ourselves props for the fact that we've been doing this for seven years and this is the first time we've accidentally repeated a theme. I think that's pretty good. Also, we probably, if we have, we probably would have just like canceled and recorded it. But today, this is our second episode that we're recording in a row because I'm going to be out of town and then Betis is going to be out of town and we didn't Mm want to like leave too much space. So we're like, fuck it. We have to still do this. So (laughs) Yeah, there were times where we used to re-record things and those times are over. This no, like, you know what? Not. No, we decided this is the non-binary version of this episode. Not non-binary. This is the the, the multi-gendered version of this episode. <laughs> the gender expansive version. Like gender, gender expansive. <laughs> fuck people. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, this is a great God. song. This is a great song. So I don't, well, I'm not mad about it. Tell us about uh, the song that you brought. Yeah. So this song is. By Mr. Pelon, which I think is a great name. Uh, Mr. Pelon 503, which I'm pretty sure is the country code for El Salvador. And the song is called El Hotel. Let's take a listen. Ella me dice que me ama, que soy el que la llena de pasión cuando estamos en la cama Y me dice que mis besos la llevan hasta el punto más intenso Que lo nuestro es lo más bello y que no hay nadie como yo Que soy su preferido, pero la vez pasada yo le di el celular Y en la pantalla parecía un mensaje Que al estar conmigo sin ningún remordimiento le mandó a su marido Le decía que lo amaba, que esa noche lo esperaba Para darle en la cama lo que a él le enamoraba Y por mi mente pasaba Como si fuera novela donde hay mucho amor Pero al final no pasa nada Es que yo no comprendo cómo puedes decir Que lo amas a él y que me amas a mí Como si el corazón fuera un hotel Y que todo el mundo pueda vivir ahí Es que yo no comprendo cómo puedes decir Que lo amas a él y que me amas a mí Como si el corazón fuera un hotel Y que todo el mundo pueda vivir ahí Comprendo y no dejo de pensarte cuando llego a mi casa y te veo en mi cama La tengo a ella y te tengo a ti Lo tienes a él y tú me tienes a mí Es un amor prohibido que nos hace daño Y ya llevamos muchos años Ok, y'all, turns out there's another duplicate situation Veto just pointed out to me that she brought this song to our Novella Feels episode And that was like five years ago, so there's that but that's where i got this song from i wasn't sure and now i know um now well know. i was like yeah i know this song <laughs> yeah i had forgotten about this song and then i've been listening to my liked songs on spotify which is like a really interesting uh, arena of songs and this was on there which makes sense now that you introduced me to it um but yeah the beat is really good and the metaphor the metaphor is really on point yeah it is good <laughs> Como si el this is like my shit in like you know a while ago, a long uh-huh. time ago. This is like really my shit, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he says, Como si el corazón fuera un hotel y todo el mundo puede vivir ahí. <laughs> yeah, that's a very funny. He's mad very because funny. he's being two-timed by some woman who says she's in love with him, but is also sleeping around with somebody else. 
Um, <laughs> I feel like a few of my songs are like men whining about women who are mal portadas, you know. That's like your genre. That's you true. Love that. Bachata. <laughs> that is bachata. That is bachata. Yeah, it's a, it's a not it's not an uncommon story, and I, you know, I don't always feel sympathetic to the men because I'm like. There's probably more here, you know? There's probably more Yeah, here. there's a little bit more to the story, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Mr. Pelon is Salvadoran, and um, this is a repeat, apparently. The song is from 2017, and he actually released an album in 2020, but there hasn't been anything new since then. Right. And I think Mr. Pelon is a great rapper name. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Really outstanding. <laughs> what would be great is if he actually had a lot of hair. <laughs> he was Mr. Pelo, but no. <laughs> From his picture, it appears that he does not. If no, he, he does actually not. Actually, bien pelon. <laughs> He's actually muy pelon. <laughs> muy pelon. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for introducing this, this to me many years ago, and then the algorithm brought it back to me. So <laughs> amazing. All right, hopefully no more surprise repeats for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I mean, my next song came out like a couple of weeks ago, so okay, we're, we're, good. Good. we're good on this one. <laughs> um, this song is called ID. It's by Young Miko with Jolie Randy. <laughs> Si se para Dietrich y termino en el tubo Tienes en la nota, ya va por Neptuno Mañana maybe no se acuerda Pero ella me dijo que era fan de este culo Ella lo quiere pegadito a la pared, lo oscuro En la pared, en la pared Tiene porte de que ese culo choca bien duro Te sale caro el seguro No te me cohibas, mami Dime cómo te gusta Separa la suite, yo soy adulta Te hiciste el pelo, mami, que mucho me gusta La candela frente al cual y eso no la asusta Viene mi tarjeta y mi ID Pide lo que quieras, yo te lo doy free uh, Mami, que you know how I be Vamos pa el tri, sé que estás activo uh. Se para Dietrich y termino en el tubo Tienes en la nota, ya va por Neptuno Mañana maybe no se acuerda Pero ella me dijo que era fan de este culo Yo creo que la nota ya le llegó a Plutón Anda bella aquí está buscando de este sazón Le meto ese culo con el bastón Anda full cover para la detonación So I feel like this works on a couple of levels because um, young Miko has this sort of like a bad girl persona, which, you know, may or may not be real, but it has this like specific flavor of queer bad girl that's very legible to me. Um, and I love to see it in like mainstream Latin pop spaces. But mm-hmm. the song's also like about a bad girl, right? Like she's in the club, she's high as Jupiter, she's having a great time, like it's great. I love it for her. I hope she's testing her drugs for uh, for fentanyl and carrying Narcan because the fentanyl crisis is real on these streets. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but otherwise, I hope she's having fun and keeping herself safe. <laughs> this video is giving like AOL Instant Messenger and I love it. <gasps> yes, yes. It's it. like very like uh, the internet in 1996 vibe. I love like media that is just really targeted at us 
geriatric millennials. <laughs> That's so <laughs> interesting. I don't names. see that as targeted as a, at us. I feel like that probably makes people like you and me feel old. But like, I think that young people who didn't really live through that, like, it's like a sort of like interesting, kitschy retro thing experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do they I even mean, know what Miko the reference is? Much younger, is, you know? huh? Do they even I get think the it reference? does, or maybe not. Who knows? I think that they think it just looks kitschy. It's like right. They don't know what it's old, like a web throwing to back to situation. Yeah, yeah. But young Miko is, um, you know, young. in her twenties, <laughs> and I don't think signaling to uh, no elder millennials. Joel and Randy are more like our age, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're 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 in our <laughs> demographic. Um, yeah. I feel like we can't talk about queer bad girls without mentioning the show that I absolutely know you are not watching, which is The Queer Ultimatum on Netflix. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm not watching it. No, I mean, I want to just because everybody's gossiping about it, but just because everybody's gossiping about it and I have FOMO, but I actually don't like reality TV and I think that romance is probably the most boring thing about everybody, so it's not like, you know, like what's interesting I mean, it's not romantic (laughs) at all. (laughs) Well, I know, but like, you know, like people's romantic partnerships, I think are like right. the least interesting thing about them generally, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe it's because I have interesting friends. Right. Um, right. But, um, but uh, I, I do have FOMO about missing out on the queer oh, ultimatum discourse. Oh, <laughs> I think you would hate it because it's literally just like queer emotional processing happening on reality TV. It's like all just like processing, which is really interesting to see depicted in like mainstream pop culture. Like you're saying, there's not a lot of that, you know, like the complexities of queer people and queer relationships are really not depicted in media because there's so little representation, you know, but right. Right. I don't know. I mean, I watched the whole damn thing, but it was a, it was a hot mess. And like the premise of the show is dumb and they should all break up. The minute you want to go on a reality TV show like that, you should just break up. I mean, and yes. Dating someone else is not going to help you choose monogamy with your partner, and like it just—that's the know. premise. The premise. Okay, it's even stupider than that. Um, Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. Um, they, this is their story that they—he was on the fence about whether he wanted to get married, and so she gave him an ultimatum. They broke up, dated other people for three weeks. And then got back together and decided to get married. Now they've been together for whatever. And so that's the premise of the show. And the first season was straight people. And this season was all queer and non-binary, like AFAB people. And um, it's a really dumb premise. There's nothing about that that's going to make your relationship stronger. Polyamory does not make monogamy better. It's just like it makes no sense. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that sounds like um, a mess but was it fun to watch of... or was it just painful um it wasn't i don't know you know me i mean my art media tastes are really different i definitely like consumed it very quickly but i don't know if fun's the right word um it sounds like you sort of hated it you sound so yeah pain. you can't yeah, even it say wasn't... it was good <laughs> i mean it's almost like too real a little bit like watching people process there's like one person who's like so avoidant that every time someone tries to have a conversation with them, they literally get up and leave the room. <laughs> like they're oh, just like, God. I'm not avoiding you, but then they're like putting on their running shoes and literally leaving. So yeah, some of it was a little close to home in terms of toxic relationship patterns, but uh, interesting. I don't know. There were a lot of, and you there think were a lot that of maybe you seek reality to escape. 
Um, I mean, I like watching relationship shows, but yeah, yeah when they're okay. really close to home, it can be a little. Yeah, that I, I just couldn't. I couldn't get over like why are you on this show that like the premise like the idea that this is going to make your relationship better is dumb. I mean I think it's a lie. They're there because they want to be on reality. Right. TV. They're there because the re- why would anybody go on any reality television yeah. show and put their business out? It's because right. they want to like right. create an Instagram following and become a rapper. I don't know. Right. But then they have to pretend <laughs> like they're there to like save their relationship and you know whatever. Yeah. Spoiler it does not work for pretty much everyone. Um and and then there's a the whole DV thing that happens. There's like an interesting, I mean, it's, I think it has stirred up some interesting conversations, but in the reunion, there's a confession mm. of like a domestic violence incident between two of the people in which like the cops were called and this, anyway, so there are a lot of layers to it. Um, but yeah, oh definitely a lot God. of bad behavior as well. And a lot of TikTok, yeah. TikTok uh, opinions about it. So a lot of TikTok discourse. Yeah, I um I sort of feel FOMO about it, but I don't. I haven't watched it. I can't imagine you myself. getting through it. I can't imagine getting through it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I don't think it's. But I might try. Try, try, and report back. So I'm really curious what you might think of it. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of bad behavior and unhealed trauma and just not not Oof. great not great and the host is a not straight great. woman and you're like why are you hosting this you're it was just it was a lot mm-hmm. i'm sure that netflix will do it again because i imagine it was quite popular <laughs> given how many people are talking <laughs> about it but maybe just in our niche community so who knows yeah all right well thank you for this song i think it was fun tell us about your next one so this is one that both of us kind of missed this collaboration when it came out five years ago but it came across my radar and I was like this is perfect for this episode so it's called Mala y Peligrosa and it's by Victor Manuel and Bad Bunny Victor Manuel Lo último en la avenida Bad Bunny Esta es una historia real de una mujer malvada sin control mental millones por el mundo igual esas que si te miran fijo te va a enamorar todos que fue mi cuerpo de Espectacular, no sé qué fue, pero no te sé que en el paquete completo en mi noticia. Y ella es mala, 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 mala y peligrosa. Tiene una mirada sensual y una carita hermosa. Y es que es mala, 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 mala y peligrosa. Mujer que vive segura de sí misma es toda una diosa. Pero es peligrosa como ruleta rusa Envuelva a los hombres cuando baila Y después los usa De diseñador la cartera también la blusa Nadie habla con cara de diosa Por eso es que abusa Contigo camina en la cuerda floja Me llenas de maldad yo tengo lo que te despoja Engáñame pero que no te coja Porque a la primera te saco tarjeta roja Me enamoró aunque yo no quería Le pregunto al gran combo que se hace Cuando te hacen brujería Me dijo que después de tanto tiempo no sabía Pero que mujeres malas nunca se confía You know, Venezuelans love Victor Manuel Yeah, I mean, I think he's great I'm a fan, I'm a fan I feel like he's got some good songs Um, Yeah And this is another one of these tropes where these two men are singing about this beautiful woman who like stole their heart and then treated them badly. <laughs> Pobrecitos. Pobrecitos. Did she treat them badly or I did mean, she just set a boundary? Who knows? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's like, you know, it's such a, it's a tempting, a tempting mythology and music of the like, like the siren, you know, the beautiful woman who's like secretly evil or whatever, who like lures you in and then, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. eats your heart out or something. Vagina dentata. I don't know. But um, in the video for this, they, I don't know if you, how far you got in the video, Vero, but they're Bad Bunny and Victor Manuel are like blindfolded and tied up by this woman. I'm like, mm. oh my goodness, I did not kinky. get that far. <laughs> I did not get that far. I'll tell you that um, much. But my favorite part is a reference to another great Puerto Rican group that I'm going to talk about in the next song that I'm bringing. But they say in this um, in this song, they say, Pregúntale al gran combo. Que se hace cuando te hacen brujería. <laughs> which is a lovely reference they would know. to a brujería song by yeah. El Gran Combo. So I appreciate the like Which intro. was weirdly popular in tic- on TikTok like a year ago or something. Oh, Remember? I don't think I noticed that on TikTok, but I love that song. And That's I think so I brought it to our first Halloween episode. Interesting. Which- Oh, it was all over. I mean, it, it was That's so. what part of TikTok like, you're on? I guess. Are you even on TikTok? Or are you still only going? I'm not. But Instagram I reels. My TikToks on Instagram, like every elderly millennial. Well, then it know? was probably like you're probably getting it like months after it's actually popular on TikTok. There's like this delay factor with Instagram. Yeah, there's like a couple week delay factor. But like yeah. I, you know, I I do have a TikTok and I go on there sometimes, but just not very often. But it was a thing, and I'm like, oh, do these people know about El Gran Combo? Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. But, I think it's, yeah, there's so many little worlds on TikTok. It sort of depends on where the algorithm takes you. Well, this was a different era of Bad Bunny, for sure. Yeah. He looks young. And yeah. yeah, this was like early days. This is like right, probably we miss it because this was like around when we like were put on to Bad Bunny's work. Right, it's that's the thing. 2016, yeah. 2017 this was, was like. This was an early. We're like, okay, we're, we know this guy. Yeah, this was an early moment. So good for Victor Manuel to like kind of be ahead of the curve on that front, you know? <laughs> yeah. He really got on the Bad Bunny train early. I would love to see a collab now. Yeah, what would it be? Right. Bad Bunny. Right. Yeah. Would, it would be something interesting. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. What do you got next? All right. So I will say before my next song that my neighbors are having like a house music party outside my window right now. So if you can, <laughs> I can hear, hear it, it. <laughs> like shout out to you. But you know, that's what's happening. <laughs> my next song is by an up and coming Venezuelan artist that um, I have been noticing in the last few months. Um, this is a song called Malandra and it's by Mari. Yo soy una malandra doliente, yo soy una malandra que siente, yo soy una malandra inteligente, nosotros la malandra también somos gente. Pelanero en la relojería, tanto brilla que un ciego vería, diamante y brillo en este cara, sigo bendecía, quien lo diría, vestía de negro con la pedrería, tengo a los que critican jalando Si tuvieras bicho me lo mamarían Yo soy una malandra doliente Yo soy una malandra que siente Yo soy una malandra inteligente Nosotros la malandra también somos gente Yo soy una malandra doliente Yo soy una malandra que siente Yo soy una malandra inteligente Nosotros la malandra también Yo somos gente Yo nací montada en moto Lentes amarillas para la foto No te rompen el corazón si te conocieron roto 
barroco Una obra de arte gótico barroco Pelonero, la relojería Tanto brilla que un ciego vería Tengo a los que critican jalando balas Yo si tuviera bicho me lo mamarían Yo soy una malandra valiente Yo soy una malandra que siente Yo soy una So here we have one in the bad girls with feelings category. Mm. Mari is una malandra doliente. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, she's a, a young Venezuelan artist who's doing sort of like a high concept pop situation that um, Rosalia really opened up the doors to. I feel like there wasn't a ton of like a room for this sort of thing in like the pop mainstream mm. before her. So, um, you know, credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, And malandro is a word used in Venezuelan slang to refer to someone who's like maybe a criminal, definitely like ghetto, used pejoratively. And um, I love this conceptually because it's sort of like a taking back of that word, you know? Um, uh, but I really wonder whether that was a word that was ever leveled at this young woman. Right. Um, and the reason that I question is because I've seen some people on Twitter call her out on that. And, you know, I have to say I have no idea if it's true. Right. Um, but if she is just like a middle class girl calling herself that and profiting from like a really class and racialized insult, like that doesn't sit super well with me. But um, I don't know if that's the case, you know, like people say shit on the internet all the time. So yeah, I have no Twitter idea. is not the... <laughs> yeah, not exactly. The, it's not like know. exactly a reasonable source. So I hope that's not the case. But like I wanted to bring it up just in case. But mm-hmm. I do like the song a lot. I think the concept's really dope. And I also like most importantly love to see young people in Venezuela working on creative projects that like really speak to Venezuela and about Venezuela. Uh, you know, it's not like about the outside, right? Like... I think so long my beef with a lot of like musical projects coming out of Venezuela were that, um, you know, whether it was like more crafted pop or like pop rock efforts is that it really looked to the outside for inspiration. And, um, you know, despite the, you know, really deep pain of diaspora and everything that's caused it, I think um, one of the silver linings of the diaspora is that it's brought an appreciation for what we have at home. And, um, people who have never even left are noticing that as well, that people like outside are appreciating what we have in Venezuela, you know? And so like it has like a sort of effect um, that I've spoken about before when I'm talking about Venezuelan artists in particular, because I've seen that happen in real time. But, um, but yeah, this is an example of that. And I think it's, I think it's a pretty cool concept. Yeah. I like this song a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's good. She has some great style, too, in the video. Yeah, yeah. She's got, like, you know, like she has a lot of, like, um, visual elements that are associated with, um, um, with like, malandros, you know, in mm. Venezuela. Like, those, like, wraparound sunglasses mm. are, like, very much, like, that aesthetic. And um, there are a few, like, fashion houses in Venezuela, like, like you know, like, young indie designers and streetwear designers that are... Um, that are also like working on aesthetic projects that um that uh take inspiration from uh, from that as well um and i feel like she's like also tapping into some of those very cool yeah but you know this is um for the um you know 
bad girls with the feelings uh, category of Malportades. <laughs> I'm realizing that all the songs I brought except the one for the members is about men singing about women behaving badly. Which was not intentional. I told you, that's your genre. You love it. I know, but it was not intentional. It was not intentional. I guess when they, it's not, it's not right when we open up the gender, then it all becomes about shitting on women. <laughs> but um, for our members and anyone who wants to join our member program, there's, I have a, I have a song that, that's about a malportado, malportados in, in the member segment. So, um, but this last one is, um, comes from that call out in the Bad Bunny Victor Manuel song and this is a song by El Gran Combo de Puerto Rico. It's called Si La Ves Por Aquí. is like the malportada who ghosts basically is my <laughs> my explanation of this song because this poor dude is like heartbroken and he's left asking people like if they see her around to tell him tell her that how much he loves her and ask her to come back and that is just really sad kepena.com <laughs> is that it's just so sad don't be that guy don't be that guy don't be that guy. A Ben situation. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I am way too proud. If somebody ghosts me, I just like, yo me muerdo los codos antes de preguntarle a la gente. Like, I know, you would like, never. Go tell them. Like, I would never. You would never. You would never. Okay, let's let's put fault where fault lies, though. No ghosting, y'all. No ghosting. It's not right. Yeah, ghosting is cowardly. Yeah, just best. send the rejection text message and move on. But, um, but yeah, then don't. Don't be um, begging for somebody to come back via the neighbors. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, the neighbors, yeah. the only occupant I need. I mean, I know, right? Like, whoo! You never recover from that one. Si la ves por ahí, so. man. I'm like, what is she doing por ahí? So. She's not trying to be with you. Yeah, ahí. precisely. So precisely. You should move on. But and I, I mean. Everything El Gran Combo puts out is great, so I will. I'm here for everything, and I feel like they have a lot of clever lyrics yeah, I mean, and their it's, storytelling. It's just, it's just good. Yeah, it's a jam for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, no ghosting and no, no chasing. 
<laughs> projection is God's protection, as they say. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for coming along this ride yet again. It's like, you know, like one of those roller sco- coasters that has like a woo and then woo again. <laughs> And we're discovering things along the way also. (laughs) Shout out to those of y'all who had deja vu at the beginning of the episode. Like, this seems like, you know, maybe something I heard before. Is this a rerun? It's not. It's not. People are still out there acting badly. So we got to keep, you know, we got to keep tabs. We got to keep tabs. Um, As always, all the info about these songs are in our show notes at RadhiManea.com. Make sure you're following us on social media. And we have a little newsletter every Friday. So if you're not signed up for that, the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much to Maita for all your editing help. And thank you all for listening. Hasta la próxima. Yeah, y'all, we're going to take some time off this summer. So we'll be, there'll be some gaps, but we'll be back for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. But in the meantime, have fun. Disfrute en la playa. If you're in like Argentina or Chile or something, stay warm. Mm. And we'll be back yeah. in your phones soon. And if you miss us, there's 300 episodes in our archive. So enjoy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Argentina y 